0: Three beers and a movie. Nice. Hello, welcome to episode 282 of Three Beers and a Movie. I'm Richard Laird. And I'm Colin and, McKay. Hello. I thought we'd be back there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're at home again doing this, as we always are now, uh, because we're it's embracing minus the temperature outside, and I'm not venturing out.
1: No, no. Um, plus, you stay like hundreds of miles away from civilization. It would take like three days to get to the nearest pub, anyway, so. It's also kind of true. And. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But speaking of pubs are you drinking anything of note
1: tonight i am drinking i'm drinking cascina again which
0: i will be for the
1: foreseeable future until it is done
0: um I did. I did not get a bottle of it so I'm you afraid.
1: did not get a bottle um because getting up at half six in the morning the last thing in my mind is oh shit, i better wrap up a bottle for richard and post it to him so um yeah. that's
0: that's why but we might be meeting up soon so maybe you can drop me off a bottle when we're meeting up soon if oh. we do see each other that's that's an idea actually but um Kiskeena, it's Kiskeena, very nice just, just the best so it's, yeah probably oh, <laughs> uh, well, i'm still on my um not drinking but not really trying not to drink kick so Ooh. i'm on that i'm on pepsi max so that's me tonight on the max oh yeah so the max as well not just yes. pepsi but Pepsi. i've even got sugar taken out of it so it's just it's barely it's just dark water essentially Just <laughs> dark chemicals,
1: chemicals uh, yeah yeah
0: do you like coke as well or do you like a, a, a strawberry no, pepsi man? No, I, I prefer coke over pepsi but pepsi was going for cheaper in the shop so we're all on a budget these days Colin so pepsi got bought this week. See I, I'm the opposite, I'm pepsi over coke um, but it goes back to my, my
1: anarchy upbringing where my dad boycotted coke because of right. South Africa production
0: yeah, right. Um, okay. so we, we weren't allowed to drink coke in our house. It was, so when so every bar you go into and you ask for a drink of Coke and they go it's Pepsi actually and so everyone else, everyone only else goes yeah that's fine you're actually genuinely excited. When it we, we we would embrace that would be like yeah. the, <laughs> the, uh, the,
1: we we weren't allowed to have John West products because they were South African and Del Monte stuff. There was so many things that was boycotting in their their house Apple. when I was a kid growing up.
0: We could maybe because lethal went to were the bad guys.
1: Yeah yeah they, they were like, yeah. yeah it was it was an insane upbringing man it was um yeah yeah it, it changed you. But then Michael J. Fox loves me because he's like, yeah, you, you dose my Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, was a, Pepsi, he was Pepsi free, wasn't it? He, he was, yeah, Michael Jackson as well. He was Pepsi at one point as well. Yeah. Oh, so I don't you, oh, you know. They're, no, okay,
0: they're, not, they're not in South Africa, but they're okay with a paedophile. So that's where they go
1: with. Didn't, it, yeah. We didn't know that back then, though. We, yeah, we had suspicions. I think even then they, they kind of knew. <laughs> I, I, you could see that monkey wasn't happy about something. You know. yeah, it's all, yeah. Uh, yeah, something's gone on there. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I, I've always been Pepsi, and, and basically that's why, because can, my my parents crusades like conditioned me yeah to to do that um to help
0: south africans there you go Fair yeah. i am more Coca cola than pepsi but like i said pepsi was going cheaper this week in the, in the pepsi, <laughs> so pepsi it is this week um so not talking about the main thing we watched this week which we'll talk about in more deeper depth in a little minute but anything of interest you watched at home this week that sort of uh, coming at you no, but we're still kind of binging
1: Cheers. Um, so we're, we're, we're trying to get through that. We've got to a point where you know we're kind of realised that, that Sam Malone um, as a character in, in this day and age is not a fucking nice person at all. You no,
0: he he would be cancelled. He, he's
1: hour. he's a sexual predator. Um, yes, essentially, yes. So we're kind of rushing. I really in friends, to be fair. Mm. Yeah, and not as bad. Don't I mean Sam. Not as so bad. bad, bad. HR nightmare. Um, so we're trying to get through that. Um, what I was going to say about in, in some movie news that that I was reading. Um, Julian Sands has been identified as a missing hitchhiker in America. Julian Sands is in. Um, I know. I know mostly from the film Warlock, where he played opposite Richard D. Grant. He right. was. He was said Warlock in that movie, so he was like kind of really, really big in the. 80s, Julian Sands um kind of blonde haired pretty boy um very very english Arachnophobia.
0: that's what i would know him from arachnophobia
1: as well yeah he plays the, the doctrine the the, the hey, he's science Jory he's johnny
0: Allen smallville
1: yeah there you go um okay. he's he's apparently been missing for seven days he went hiking up a mountain and he's not been seen
0: since right okay is he yeah. also is that where that came from
1: no no no, no um it was just this i wanted to talk about it before okay. we skip past kind of go into proper film chat i just thought I'd, I'd bring it up um i hope he's okay i'm, I'm genuinely quite concerned because I've, I've got a soft spot for Julian Sands. saying it, it, it kind of goes way back to when i've seen him in warlock when i was when i was a, a young lad um so mm. i hope i hope he's okay he's been seven days in, in the mountains As doesn't bode well yeah
0: um, and he's been missing since um january 13th maybe. yeah and right. they've had they've had
1: to call off searches because the weather's so bad that they, yeah. they, they, they can't send people out. they're using drones and shit but they won't send people out to look for them um so yeah, it's, it's, they
0: found his car on the eight, they found his car yesterday mm-hmm. and his children have joined the search for it as well yeah um so that, that's, that's sad lost a life in the he's um, in the Killing Fields you know I've got a Killing Fields on, I bought it in Blu-ray like years oh, ago and like it's, say, sitting, it's sitting in my, my, my DVD collection and then it's saying it might even be still in the wrapper yeah. then I know this, this is an important classy film that I just haven't found like, you've of, not like, watched it yet yeah but no yeah. but it's, say like kind
1: of 80s 90s he, he, of he was he was quite a big deal do you know what I mean he was like kind of quite revered and stuff or, um, died I'll away a bit as well yeah, yeah leaving Las Vegas yep loads and loads of big stuff yeah. do you know what I mean um, but yeah so I sincerely hope that, that julian sands is alive and well and comes over us um
0: I, I always pray for all the cast of arachnophobia i hope they all live forever <laughs> because i like that film arachnophobia is a great film isn't it it's, it's, really it's a great film i really enjoy that uh, uh, for it, actually are they yeah or I i don't know if it's a, a remake or a reboot or what they're doing for the but they it's a remake and um, the guy did uh, what's he done? Uh, Freaky and uh, Happy Death oh, Day it. and all that kind of yeah. stuff.
1: So it's the same yeah. guy. He's Disney, doing it. Uh, one, yeah. Some things just leave them alone. No, I think arachnophobia Perfect. Do you know what I mean? Uh, it still holds up now. It, it doesn't. It's yeah. not. It's not is, edge.
0: You've got the composer who directed that uh, Werewolf by Night. um mm. was, the, oh, the Mar- Disney one. Yeah, yeah. Whose name I'm forgetting now. The Marvel composer. I don't know who you mean. Yeah. He's direct. His debut film will be Them. It's a remake of Them or a re- oh. or a sequel to Them. You know, the I ad- there, yeah, I think there's been a few kind of
1: remakes of that, but not called them, not referenced as that, but definitely yeah. that—that's where they've they've lifted it, lifted it from. Um, yeah. But yeah, so Julian
0: Sands, be safe, please. Call me. Let me know you're okay. Yeah. Michael Giacchino is the name of the director, by the way. Of that other film. Yeah. Um, yeah cool. Hopefully Julian Sands is alright. And um, I don't, I not That story's bypassed me as a man yeah. who's not. Well, Nick, so much as yourself as in the, the lifestyle of Julian I, I have now infected you with my concern You can thank me for that I've not seen anything in
1: the news about it I, was really odd. Yeah, I seen it a couple of days ago And it was like, you know, he, he's not been seen for a few days But now it's a week And I'm like, oh shit that's... I think Julian
0: Sands might be dead Don't say that, man don't, I think, don't, I'm going to go with bear attack
1: Oh no, don't don't say bear, I'm going to go If anything, it'll be exposure, I, I would reckon um, Exposure to a bear
0: Oh <laughs> 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 Most of (laughs) Eric goes your own route, it is badly. Um, So, anything else apart from realising that Sam Malone is a sexual predator? Although he was a catcher for the Red Sox, so uh, is a catcher or is a pitcher for the Red Sox? He was a pitcher, wasn't he? Pitcher for the Red Sox, he was a pitcher, yeah. yeah.
1: And a sexual predator. Um, A sexual
0: predator,
1: yes. Very, very much so. Um, Anything
0: else you've watched
1: of note this week? No, no, that's pretty much been it. It's been work, home, cheers, dinner, bed. That's been my my life. That's my, my repeat, live, die
0: cycle right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch a couple I, watched. I watched that film *Vengeance* that you talked about on the podcast, the one with uh, B.J. Oh, Nova What did you think? I thought it, it felt like a Coen Brothers script that they'd given it to someone else. That's what I got from it. It felt it was trying to go for that Coen Brothers Um So it's a kind of murder mystery with um, kind of a lot of kind of weird and u- unusual characters in it, and there's sort mm. of, a kind of small town element to it as well. Um, so I kind of I, it's annoying. I twigged the twist that's in it. I mean, it's not a twist, but there's like sort of revealing. Yeah. It. yeah. I sort of twigged it quite early on um, about what that was. But I thought it was, it was all right. It was, I mean, it's like hundred and a hundred minutes long. Something yeah, like that. It's not. It, it's yeah, not it was at the pace. pace. I, I thought I thought that it tried
1: really hard, but just it it never it, landed. You could yes, see what they it, were trying what, for.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's what I In the same way. Talk about the Cone Brothers have a way of an, almost an ease of doing what they do to the point when anyone else tries to do it, it becomes very noticeable that they're trying to do it. It's not yeah. as well as they are copy Tarantino and things like that as well. Yeah. The people who the guy, Tarantino, the Cone Brothers, you know, Richard Linklater, or all the kind of guys, when they mm-hmm. do their style, they're not they're not trying to do their style. It just happens to be their style and they do it That's- effortlessly. Yeah, yeah, it's natural, yeah. When yeah. natural you try and ape it in some way, it, it does feel a bit ham and you're sort of maybe trying too hard. But for a, a 100 minute movie on a Friday night, I didn't dislike it, I thought it was, I, liked, I actually quite enjoyed B.J. Novak in the, the lead. I didn't um, like him, I was the opposite, I think
1: I said this back at the time as well, he, he, I didn't buy in him at all, he's just, I don't think he's a likeable
0: character, personally mm-hmm. maybe. I mean, he's not like O'Kagan he's, like okay, he? he's a dickhead yeah. character, mm-hmm. character. by I didn't mind him in the role, I thought he was decent and I enjoyed um, Boyd Holbrook, I think it is. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: The not, I, I, I enjoyed it for the most part, it's, I got it on Bracketon, like it was mm-hmm. like $2.99 to rent it. So, um, um, it was all. I mean, Ashton Kutcher was odd in it. It was very. It's first time I've seen him in anything for a long time. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I, I think he was the best thing in it possibly. Could I think he was me. well. Actually, he, he embraced that role and he seemed yeah. quite comfortable in that role as well, which was worrying. Yeah. I'm like, oh, um, <laughs> that really suits you,
0: Ashton. I, I, I could very easily see Ashton Kutcher becoming some sort of new age guru in middle of this <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> quite um, possibly. <laughs> like, embracing his Steve jobs a little bit too much. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I really dug I him in it. But, yeah, the film was a, a three-star film. Or five, yeah. It's a six out of ten film. Yeah. So. You can see what it wants to be. It just never achieves it. Yeah. Yes. Um, another thing I've been watching this week um, on BBC iPlayer is um, Our Flag Means Death, which is a 30-minute comedy from... Uh, I don't think it's Taika Waititi, but he's in it. Um, and also Reece Starby playing a gentleman pirate, who is apparently based on a true story of this guy who was immensely rich in Britain in the 17th, 18th, 17th century, mm. basically ditched his wife and kids and then became a pirate, like hired people to become pirates with him. Um, went to sea completely unprepared for this because like he took on with him like a library and stuff like that. <laughs> he's like a gentleman pirate. He's a gentleman pirate, that's, he is, yeah. gentleman pirate, that's um <laughs> <laughs> and they try to become, because you basically read a lot of pirate books and decided, I want to be a pirate. And it's, it's not dissimilar to like sort of you get now with like Elon Musk wanted to be a fucking astronaut or something yeah. like that. It's just sort of like, I've yeah, got the money, I have the needs, let's yeah. just try and do it. Um, and it's, it, it, this, is, this always takes a bit more of a comical stretch on it. But apparently, fell under the wing of like Blackbeard for a little bit as well, and it's sort of like I don't think he became a, an enemy of Blackbeard at one point, and then became like a friend of Blackbeard in some way. But wow. that's the basic plot. It's just sort of them on the boat. It's sort of it's a close thing, I think. Remember that film Pirates and an Adventure with Scientists? Yeah. It's sort of that kind of like live but, action version of that almost. Kinda, of, not quite, but kind of that. You know, you've got yeah. a guy, you're like a woman pretending to be a guy to be a pirate. You've got like all the kind of the kind of ones who want to be killers, but really aren't that. And throw it's by, sort of, yeah. yeah. It's, it's sort of, yeah. It's, it's it's very sweet, very good natured. Is at times very funny. Yeah. Reece Starby having a lot of fun. because He's nice to see him in like a lead role. Yeah, I think I find Reece Darby to be incredibly
1: charming. I think yes. he's he, he's just he's he's just he's got that likability factor. Just
0: oozes out of him. Do you know what I mean? It's, he's just like, oh Reece Darby. I mean, it has a comedy mind that works probably faster than you've probably seen any other comedian work. Like have, yeah. I listened to his podcast, uh, um, The Cryptid Factor. Right. And he's doing shit on that, and you can tell he's literally coming up with it as he's talking. Like, he's yeah. not thinking, but it's, it's like a genius comedy mind, and yeah. you really sense that from. him. So, and it was just nice, because a lot of times he was like, I know on Flight of the Concourse, he was sort of like a, a, a third, tertiary yeah. character in that. Yeah. And everything I've seen him in movie-wise, he's been a very much a, like, Fifth or six billons, you yeah. know, even and like where we're, what we're doing, shadows yeah, I like he's very much in that level. So I think he's earned the right to be like sort of this lead yeah, for yeah. like, 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 like a space around him. Almost got Bruce Campbell vibe to him a little bit. Yeah,
1: no, I get you. I totally get you. You know, you, you root from that. That's yeah. what it is. Is you know, you just root from because you are always a nice guy. You're like you. I want you to. I want to like you so much that you yeah. can't do wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get you. I, so, where's this on some BBC player? BBC iPlayer, yeah. I'll, I'll check. Little,
0: so. They're all there. You can watch them. Like the first full season's there, so now you can sit and watch. Cool, cool. I'll definitely I'll, check it out. Cause... Four, I think. Right. Um, and I've giggled my way through it so far. Cool, cool. Yeah. Does, uh, does Jermaine Clemens turn up? Or? Not that I've seen so far. Pike is in it. He plays Blackbeard. Of course. Of course, that um, makes sense. And yep. weirdly, like, the, the guy who's in it who plays one of the the Pirates in it, is you remember dogma see the guy who works behind the bar in dogma who gets killed by jason lee Vaguely, he's yeah. a very kind of like odd look he's sort of he's a very kind of almost like squinted eye look and he's yeah like, i'm like holy shit that guy was in dogma then he's in this and he's got nothing in between like what the <laughs> fuck's he been doing for the last like where, he, where,
1: where did he pull that cast from do you know what i mean like uh, oh, i want him it's like who, who's he, he i want him one of the guy yeah.
0: from train it um the one who plays the jittery one the one who's Spud Ewan yeah. Bremner Ewan Bremner yeah he's in yeah. it I like uh, him as well he's, he's funny yeah. as well. He's he plays a very kind of old school pirate who's just sort of abusive as fuck which he actually plays it really well yeah. Yeah. It's has got, really, it's got a, nice, a nice cast in
1: it I'll yeah it's, it sounds really fun I've, I'll definitely
0: check it out Rhys Darby sold me I'm I'm all well, yeah. down with Rhys Darby so I'm, I'm hooked on it yeah. already sir. it but feels like Rhys Starby like being very much like Rhys Like he's not yeah. doing a lot of acting I wouldn't say but it's still, <laughs> it's still funny yeah. <laughs> he's, he's just, you sure you're in character yeah Yeah, yeah just that Voice.
1: the <laughs> voice is just so distinctive you know it's fantastic i, it. oh, I, do, I do love them so much so if you
0: watch that our flag me death half an hour long every episode is so far very enjoyable I, i've cool. uh, very much liked it so it's, it's, a, it's a good a good solid watch um but we'll move on after the main tv event of the week which is um hbo's most recent um acquisition and release um nicely they're doing it as an episodic thing so maybe something to talk about for the next like nine weeks i would imagine yeah uh, yeah um, and that is a show called the last of us um, we don't normally do TV to this degree, but I think this one kind of deserves it from what, what I've the, seen so the, far. Yeah, the press, as we're getting in the build-up has been, build been game of Thrones levels, you know. The hype has been promotion. Big, so the yeah. the um, crit- critical reviews have been like a- a- astounding so far from what I've seen. Absolutely, yeah, yeah off the chart, yeah, yeah. Um, and I had a bit of a worry. So it, basically, it's um, it's based in the video game of the same name. It's direct. It's created by um, Neil Druckmann, who is a game creator. He's he's heavily involved in the creation of the show as well, and also Craig. Mazin who is the guy behind uh, Chernobyl so yeah. you, get, you get a certain vibe um, with the guy who made Chernobyl this is you know he's, he's he has a, a style Pedig- there's a pedigree there yeah and yeah. um, the plot is, is from what I is very simple right now it's um there's basically been there's been a like a fungal outbreak in the world it's basically destroyed the world the same way like, in a sort of pandemic way yeah and um, there's sort of hardly bands of survivors sort of isolating big cities just sort of like try to survive and yeah. um, there's also sort of like there's a kind of resistance to the kind of governments that have sprung up um yeah. in these little towns in these little sort of enclaves and cities. Um but the main character essentially got to get someone across America, America across America. Yeah. Um, and that's where the sort of show is sort of starting from. He's suffering from PTSD due to something that happens in the in the sort of early stages of the pandemic. Yeah. Um and that's essentially the show. You've got a really good cast, you've got Pedro Pascal, um, who is devilishly handsome in every moment of this show he's in. It doesn't matter what he's doing. It's fucking ridiculous how handsome the man looks at all he, he, times. He's, he's rugged, isn't he? He's got that rugged look about him. He's fucking miserable and creeping up shit. He still looks like, you look fuckable. You know, it's like, yeah. it's pretty really anything. <laughs> <you know? laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I want to fuck, fuck the shit, boy. Yes, yeah. I'll do that. Okay. <laughs> <Petro-pascality laughs> is worst is better than me. I you think better than meet my best. That's, <laughs> that's, that's very upsetting.
1: <laughs> Pedro Pascal, he's he, he's he's very much the, the, the kind of thing just now, isn't he? Because he, mm. he's doing this, he's doing the Mandalorian. He's, um, what he's more than saying they put him
0: behind a mask in the Mandalorian?
1: Yeah, like, yeah. And some, you know? yeah, but he's but he's got a swagger about him though, that oh, yeah, carries over to that um the, that Nicolas Cage film I watched last week. Yes. He, he was in that as well. So he's definitely. You know, Hollywood, the Hollywood darling
0: just now. Uh, yeah, he to also the talent to back it up as well. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Uh, you've also uh, got Anna Torv, who I'm a big fan of. She was in Fringe. Or if you watched Fringe back in the day, you know who's she playing in it. Who she, she plays, in the last was? Uh, she's one who, who's in the who was in the jail cell that the break out, and she's all beat up. Karen McKay. Oh, guy, oh right,
1: okay, okay, like his partner almost. His yeah. partner, yeah, he's partner yeah, in it. Cool.
0: Uh, you got Bella Ramsey playing the young girl who's. Um, um, he's trying game to assist game of uh, phones. Yep. <coughs> um, Meryl Dandridge, she plays like sort of the resistance leader. Mm-hmm. Um, I old. think she's from, she's in the game apparently. She's, apparently she's... she's playing the same role. She's the only person who yeah. plays the same role in the game as she is in the, the which show. Is pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty badass. Like, um, yeah, yeah. realise the girl who plays Oh, well, the girl who plays the young girl in the game is a girl from *Raising Hope*. I don't know if you ever saw *Raising Hope*. Oh yeah, he's, he's told from *Raising Hope*. Yeah. See the um the girl works in the supermarket, the love interest. Yeah, yeah. He played Shannon Woodward. She played the the character in the game. oh right, okay, I
1: didn't know that. Was okay. I've seen neither of us. So so neither of us have played this game, *The Last of Us*. Yes. Which which um I think that the, the first game at the time set all kinds of records for games, uh, sales and stuff like that. And then the second one came along and broke all game again so i think these games are, are like adored by playstation yeah. fans like i mean like you can you, you say anything bad about them and they'll, they'll, they'll break they'll your fucking, legs yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll rip your head off and stuff like that and also so it very
0: did. happily in the film in the first episode so i don't know how much you're going to reappear in it but in the opening sort of like sort of to set the scene john Hannah. John Hanna popped in, I think that was his one and only scene, I've got a funny feeling I've got a feeling as well, but I was quite happy
1: to see John Hanna it, I've really? not seen him for ages and ages I um, always, get, always get mixed up with John Hanna and James Nesbitt So I had to say it later, Is that James Nesbitt No, it's John Hanna, and I do I, every I, time I, I see you one I do I know, I know, but yeah. I, I do it every, But he, he's, he's very
0: much, he, he's quite distinguished looking, isn't he? Now? Yeah, so. I thought he was really good at it, he, had, he, he his speech he gives and it to
1: sort of like set of scene is quite terrifying. Um L- Lorraine had noticed a bit where he's doing the speech and it kinda pans to the audience. She was like, They've done that really well because they're all just completely devoid of anything. Do you know what I mean? And it's yeah. obviously there's no spoilers. It's a foreshadow and yeah, when you think about how they've done that, you're like that's clever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just under control. Do you know? What I mean? Brilliant, yeah. brilliant. so we
0: yeah. we can't judge the whole series yet, it's not all out. I think it's gonna be nine episodes. So basically yeah. the first episode, what are you thinking so far? I enjoyed it a lot. Um
1: yes, the, yeah. the, the, what a lot of reviews are saying, which I think is about unfair, is they're saying, you know, um Puts a *Walk Dead* to shame and stuff like that, which I think is a shame to compare.
0: Um, they
1: are two separate. I get stuff. why.
0: Yeah, I get why. It's, it's the easiest
1: comparison to make. Yeah, but um, I think it's its own thing. But but it's. De- I don't know if it's as good as the walking dead opening episode but it's damn close to it, it you know yeah. it just it, it it's a roller coaster of emotions as well because I, I didn't expect what happened early on to happen i don't know if you yes, know it or,
0: really yeah. does take you back. I, I mean i know thanks, fans in the games knew it was coming but i didn't and i was like holy shit yeah, because I, I thought
1: that was the story and then yeah. I was like, oh fuck me you know i was yeah. like what's just happened here um yeah. just reset and start again you know what i mean yeah. like fuck. Like, um, yeah, the acting was phenomenal, the writing's really good. The the only thing that I didn't like is, some things are wee tiny bit off, and I've been thinking, 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 and what I think is, at
0: times, they're maybe trying to make it like the video game. Well, I thought that, because the only bit, the, only bit, the, the whole film, the, the whole episode, that I found a bit kind of meh, I wasn't really keen about, was the getaway scene in the car. yeah. You that to me just felt like a cutscene from a video, a video game. game which i
1: guess but if you play the game you're going to you, that's going to make you cream yourself you're going to be like yeah. wow i've done that on yeah. you know with my controller the, that i've lived that scene whereas to us, it's like that feels like a
0: video game and not me watching my going right i can imagine playing a game this is going to stop now you've got to get yeah. you have to out the car and you have to do something here then you go back in the car so you can almost tell the moment yeah. where it would be the, yeah. the the pause point in the game and it's very deliberate, I, I guess, as I yes. say that because
1: they've got to they've got to pander to us non-game players and, yes. and then the gaming audience as well. So it, both roles. I mean, it didn't it didn't make it any less of a great
0: introduction to a show. What um, mm-hmm. did what did you think? I loved it. I mean, I thought it was a really excellent open. It establishes all the characters, the, it establishes the plot very simply. it Establishes the yeah. like, key as well, which I thought is what you need to do. Um, what would say? I mean, compare it to something like. This is getting nothing but rave reviews. Yeah, and, yeah. And I had a worry that when I watched it, it would be like you wouldn't. It would maybe underwhelm because of that, and you and people and then you read the reviews and go, oh yeah, but it's great. But you've got to watch four episodes first to get into it. Kind of what's happened to me with Andor. Like Andor got nothing but rave reviews, but I'm seven episodes into Andor, and I do not know what the fuck is happening with it. I don't really care enough to watch any more, <laughs> more of it. Whereas this, I'm, I'm invested enough to want to watch more of it, which I think is really important. Um, I enjoyed how it it establishes all the characters in it and it it gets very quickly into the world and it drops you in the world and understanding the world and there's some really interesting I've listened to another podcast talking about this and it's sort of there's a weird thing where basically the start of it's set in 2003 and it jumps forward 20 years right which means all culture we've had for the past 20 years doesn't exist yeah it's done yeah so So essentially 2020 2003 is where culture from what we know so anything they do has to reference no or further forward in 2003. And it also gives them a whiteboard to create whatever world they want
1: to do. They want to do as well, yeah, yeah, yeah which is like really, really clever. Yeah, really yeah. clever. I thought the score was great. Yeah, the music works for it a lot, yeah. yeah. Um, and I thought
0: um, it looked absolutely fantastic. The runtime yeah. I don't know if they're all going to be an hour and a half, um, but I didn't feel it dragged in any way. I thought it actually worked really well the, the runtime I, I didn't feel bored by it, which I was yeah, kind of, when no. I saw it, I might be a bit bored by it, but it moved at such a pace that was really... It worked for me and yeah. um, just just generally I've, I've, i'm invested in it and what i've been reading a lot of people saying about it is the last of us video game was like inspired by like long form television so the narrative was already there so essentially all i have to do is transplant it back onto screens it's almost like it's a, it's a circle it's not like yeah they're not adapt. They are adapting it, obviously, but it's, yeah. it's but it's not quite the same as like trying to adapt like Mario Bros. For example, there's there's already a huge story there. Yeah. Um, I was also
1: reading. I've, I've not kind of went into any spoilers for future episodes because I know kind of repressive, had their hands on it, but apparently as it moves on, it kind of takes you out with those the central characters as well. Right. Okay. So you, you'll have episodes that have, they're not in it at all. Do you know what I mean? So it's like here's some other people. What's happened to them? Which yeah. I'm I'm quite excited about as well. I like that kind of you know. Let's. Play about the rest of the wee bit as
0: well. So like said, I've, not, so I've not played the game, so I've very little knowledge of what's going to happen. I'm going yeah. to avoid playing the game, and I'm going to avoid trying to read ahead of what's happening with it. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah. See the story unfold. Um, I thinking of will be a one. I know there's a, know there's a second game, mm. but like, will they? Move on to the second game, or you can do this by one and done, and that will be it. Type thing. Yeah. Uh, is it going to become a Walking Dead where twelve seasons in no one gives a
1: fuck anymore? Do I mean? And everyone's exactly. enough um, I hope yeah. they don't do that. I hope they play it smart and you know just
0: stop yeah. when it has to stop and not go for the, the cash grab on it. Yeah. We well, hate hey, doing that with Watchmen. Watchmen got all the reviews and all the great hype and the bait. That's it. We're done. Like we yeah. have. That's the story. That's you. And that, that's what makes a great TV show It's just
1: yeah. known when to say, right, that we've nailed it Walk away, boys. We'll walk away, do yeah. you know what I mean? This will go down in history as one of the finest things ever um,
0: Until we have another story to tell yeah. But let's not force the story Let's wait until we have something to tell Absolutely, but
1: w- what's really exciting me about it Is, at the very start of this conversation It's episodic, it's been a long time If I've had something that I want to come home And sit down yeah. and Have my dinner, you know, and sit on the couch Feet up and let's watch you know, I'm looking forward to Mondays now um yeah you know finish working this is going to be like cool I'm going to be excited to go home to watch this so that's a nice nice thing as well yes I'm very much looking forward to that as well
0: so yeah last of us I would give the first episode a good solid nine out of ten it was like a great first episode really yeah. does work my first episode Ab- absolutely it was al- almost a cinematic
1: experience I would say yes. um, same as you nine out of ten but yeah and also in um,
0: Boston which I'm happy with I like
1: it is set in Boston, yeah, yeah. They're moving out of Boston, but yeah. I, know. Well, you've had I wonder what ever happened
0: to Sam Malone. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, and, um, I was playing um, one of the Fallout games that's set in Boston. And, you know, like, Fallout 4? 4. Three Four or 3. I don't seven. know, one of them set in Boston. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to go explore so I can find the cheers. But I know where it is, because I've been to it, so I'm, I know where it is Do in the know? you're going to go and see if it's there let me know how you <laughs> got me up. um i've I've got a, an investment in the fallout games shall we say so let me know how you got me up. okay fair enough i'll do that um I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll get killed by a dog every two minutes from it so i mean it's i'll have to try and persevere with that game but yeah Sounds last like of better. us seems to be excellent really looking forward to see where it where it goes not and then the series it's got coming i think we were talking last week or the week
1: before about how video game movies are becoming more and more you they're, know they're, they're really starting to get a handle on how to take stuff you know i know what you're saying that this is a circular one but yeah. even things like Mario, and that they're, they're kind of getting a grip now and you know what to do with these games and how to how you translate them it's, it's interesting i you so. I mean, I haven't
0: seen the mario film yet and stuff like that so you don't mm-hmm. really know for sure like but there has been stuff like detective pikachu wasn't yeah. a terrible film yeah and yeah. um, actually what it's it maybe games that have got less of a story and what you're trying to maybe route down to a sort of central idea and theme of it yeah. whereas i think like i said like i said with this the last of us yeah. they've got a story already it's there but like you just even mentioned fallout there like there's scope there for a hell of a tv show or a movie
1: yeah. as, as well so let's see what the future brings and hopefully this heralds the way forward for some
0: quality you know um game to, to tv yeah like i said like half the country's playing video games so if you can get get a video game adaptation people kids adults will watch it because they're already playing the game absolutely yeah. Um so last of us, we're definitely maybe looking, we'll probably be talking about that every week now for the next month and a half. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. I am down think it's called now to the end of March at least for I, the last I look forward week. to that, sort of. Nice. Um to that we'll talk about the film that you've seen this week, Colin, at the cinema. That is um you saw Megan. Or Meghan, Megan or, or M3 free M3, gan
1: if you want Ghan, to. Yes, yeah, because it, it's annoying because I went to IMDb to rate it and I typed in Megan and, and nothing came up. A so film from 1977.
0: Got got yeah, and
1: I was like, go fuck yourselves, you bastard, you you're fucking doing that. So I went to see Megan
0: uh, so last night. By Gerald Johnson, first of all, mm. who directed yeah. a film called Housebound a few years ago, which I think is like fantastically well done film. You get a chance to watch. It's a New Zealand film, I believe, um, and I. Dog that in a big bad way. If you get a chance to watch it, I think it's on Netflix possibly now on Amazon. Mm. Um genuinely a very good film if you get a chance to watch it. Okay. Um it's all about um a woman, a young woman supposed to um return to a children's home after being placed under house first when there's a kind of evil thing locking in the house. But it's genuinely very, very creepy and, and really genuinely old on but it's got kinda of, almost Sean the dirty vibe to it. It's it's New Zealand off Kilter Human as well to it, so it's it's in that vein. Um a really good really good film. Um cool. in the film you've got Alison Williams from Get Out get, Girls and Get Out as well, Get right? Out yeah. Yeah. Um Violet McGraw, Ronnie Cheng, Amy McDonald, Jenna Davis, so a lot of kind of people you could have probably seen a lot of stuff but don't really know them apart from Alison Williams. Yeah. yeah. And the Plot of this, I believe, is that a robotic engineer at a toy company builds basically a lifelike doll. Um, it's not called Chucky, it's called Megan. Um, and it's basically to look after a kid and protect the kid. Um, and it takes that job truly to heart. By, by yeah. all the kids and anyone who comes near the kid it starts to go after, essentially.
1: Almost, yeah. So, yeah, the, the keywords there are Chucky. Um, yep. And um, we girls, I guess, because it, it yeah. is basically Chucky for this generation. Yeah. Um, it's chucky without the, the, the kind of visceral chuckiness. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, the the kind of frights, the, the tension, the horror and all that. It's very much, um, as horrors are more and more becoming, it's, it's a horror for this generation. Um, horror films for us, you know, was Buckets of gold, like Evil Dead and stuff for that, Halloween, Friday the 13th, Freddy. That's our horror movies. I think there's a new generation of horror films coming out that that's, you know, aimed squarely at a teenage audience now. So it's aimed at 13 to... 18 year olds and it just lacks that 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 kind of punch that, that we look for whenever we go and see horror films they're aiming, um, for, they're
0: for, they are aiming for a wider audience
1: in that oh, respect de- definitely definitely i think in the states we, we were speaking of but it's in the states this is a pg 13 in the states um in the uk it's a 15 um you know so that kind of shows where, where it's aimed at um, apparently they, they did make an r-rated version um, but the decision was, you know, no, let, let's go for the audience, um, and I think yeah. a lot of that's to do with TikTok, which yes. explains a lot. So I think it kind of really blew up in TikTok the trailer and stuff like that, and I think that's when I realised we've got a teen hit here rather than, you know, a kind of one for as yeah, gore monsters that, that are kind of looking for that that scary horror movie, yeah. and that's exactly what this film was. It was it was a teen a teen horror um, jump scares galore, um, which signal to you know everyone. You were like, "Cool, jump scares coming here." Um, unfortunately,
0: um, no gore I to think speak you get, of. I reckon you get. Can you get? can get away with two, possibly three jump scares in the film if they're done well. If they're done well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, can you, you can do telegraph two, hmm. and then you can suck them away with one. Yep, yep. You can you can't telegraph all of them.
1: Yeah, th- this was everyone, you know, you were just like, yeah, jump scares coming. In, yeah, and, yeah th- your heart didn't even, you know, skip a beat. Like, <laughs> kind of on, on. Um, and it, like I say, it goes back to, I mean, we've sat through, you know, countless horror films and it's them you know what I mean? And it's like, we're chasing that, that fucking, a moment and yeah. we're not going to get it. And I knew going into this kind of what, what I was going to kind of get and it, it didn't disappoint. Um, it is a very generic kind of Safe, middle of the road. I'm not even going to say horror. I'm going to say sci-fi. Sci-fi thriller possibly. Even. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I, I wouldn't kind of label it as, as horror at all. Um, the cast out with Alison Williams. I didn't recognise anyone. Um, mm. She was the only one I recognised. Um, she held her own. She, I yeah. think she's great, very, a competent
0: actress.
1: Yeah. yeah. So she holds her own. The rest of the cast. Um, a lot of the dialogue feels kind of very hammy, and you know, kind of very kind of known as well um and i'd read a lot of views that were saying you know this was in the same vein as like kind of robocop and starship Troopers and stuff like that um you know where it was um
0: trying to make a satirical point
1: yeah which i guess it does but it's like the satirical points it's making are stuff that if you didn't kind of know that's how things were anyway you're a fucking idiot um yeah. excuse me if you didn't know
0: that and you are an idiot I apologise yeah you can't even about Robocop The Robocop was pretty obvious with its same sort of satirical stuff same with Starship Troopers but, but that was a lot lot funnier the, 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 the yeah, kind of okay. I think
1: the satirical stuff where this is you know like, like kids are growing up with iPads and iPads are the new parents and stuff like that and it's yeah, like okay. but we've known that for you know this this isn't a new thing this is no. you know been a discussion for the past 15 perhaps 20 years that technology yeah ruling kids and not parents um so i think it it maybe kind of thinks it's a lot lot more clever than it is um right. the humor in it that people are saying it's really funny um there was a few kind of you know kind of side smiles from me but nothing mm-hmm. nothing that made me kind of laugh or chuckle or you know like kind of physically react other than you know kind of few smirks maybe um, yeah. I just maybe it's again maybe it's a humour that aimed at a different generation but it, it just kind of fell flat on me as well um it's not a bad film it's just not a good film it's either it's,
0: it's,
1: yes. yeah yeah it's you know it's 100 minutes 110 minutes possibly yeah. um overstays its welcome a wee tiny bit and you come out and I kind of think it's instantly forgettable. Um yeah. I think kids will be spamming this on TikTok. Um there's a few scenes that are already um doing the rounds on TikTok and stuff like that. Um that you've probably read about um the dance and stuff like that. It's
0: um, so, not on TikTok, Colin. I have no clue what's happening on TikTok.
1: Basically it's a meme generator for kids now is what it is. Um for me it's a, a very average attempt at a horror movie. Um
0: five out of ten. Do you know who might be five out of ten, Colin? But you know who who does love this film? Who loves this film? Well, I'm going to guess uh, James, Jason Bloom, who, because this film cost, guess how much it cost to make? This really was, I'm going to say, I think it was 12 million, I want to say. Yes. And you know what his box office is at currently? 93 million at the moment. 100.2 oh, million, Cross right. $100 million dollar mark. So it's. Again, the, the man has got the Midas yeah. touch. He can
1: do yeah. no wrong. He will fucking.
0: Even if what? he does, if he makes five films and three of them are poor, or four of them are poor, I and mean, this yep. one, this one makes up for it, you know. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm quite intrigued. Because it's Kayla Cooper who who wrote this film, um, and she wrote Malignant as well. Yeah, yeah, which so, is batshit crazy. We see Malignant now.
1: Yeah, yeah, remember, yeah I've seen it in cinema. Still, yeah, I don't understand it. It's still fucking. <laughs> I'm still not really sure as to. I tell people to watch it but i kind of warn them at the same time like i'm really <laughs> sorry for telling you to watch it you know because the mean? thing was 20
0: minutes is one of the most batshit insane 20 minutes you've ever yeah listened. you <laughs> just walk
1: away like, like like i don't understand you know like what, what I happens, like, happens yeah. vibe, i love it yeah totally it's like i live like, even now i I, words, I can't find words to explain <laughs> I mean, it's just fucking bonkers crazy but yeah me again i i guess it, it, it's not a film that's made for me which I do appreciate and my daughter seen it and, and she told me she thought it was fantastic and great and stuff like that she's 15 years old so it's it's appealing to the people that it should appeal to um for me it wasn't a bad watch but it's not one I'd ever feel I need to revisit or recommend you know I wouldn't say oh you need to see Megan so, meh, you know you can look
0: forward to the sequel Yes, which is
1: already in the fucking can and well, all it's, sorts.
0: It's a yeah. film that cost twelve million, made a hundred million. Call and the sequel is oh, about. Yeah. at that
1: I, point. I mean, I think even the last purge movie, which was strange enough, one of the better ones. Do you know I mean? Again, it's probably absolute shit. Do you know I mean? But it's still making money. So yeah, let get Jason Bourne knows what he's doing. He's going to keep him coming until, till we stop going. Which
0: yeah, we won't. Yeah. We won't go because he seems to know how he... He's a bit like Roger Corman in that respect. I'm not. I'm not being. Myself, but he knows yeah. how to sell a film, he knows yeah. what appeals to an audience, and if that's what you need to do to get people's asses on seats, then that's what you need to do, get people, you have to make people, as much as you can make the greatest piece of art of all time, which no one's saying that these horror films are, but if, if even if you do make the great bit of art of all time, if you can't get anyone to see it, you've failed. What's the point? I, I Aye. it's
1: it's art for the sake of art there. It's not yeah. you know, it's not there to be appreciated, it should be there to be appreciated and it's not. Um what, what makes me sad though with Blumhouse is um when you look at ratings of Blumhouse horrors and stuff like that, do you know what the one gets the lowest ratings? Black uh, No, 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 no. Fantasy Island, which I really enjoyed. I would watch that any day of the week over like Megan. Um I think it's quite sad that Fantasy Island gets so much hate. I didn't think it was that bad at all. But
0: anyway. That's one of the last films I saw before um that might have been the last film I saw before the Before lockdown. Before Course. I think it was that plus um Oh, the one about Miss World.
1: Yeah. Yeah, be, yeah, yeah. I, think I saw them both and
0: that, that was a double header I saw before um
1: before yeah. cinema, cinema crashed and we all yeah. got locked in our houses but no, I, I enjoyed Fantasy Island a lot more than I enjoyed Megan there you go and yeah. th- that sums it up nicely for me actually there if you're going to watch a Jason Blum film tonight, watch Fantasy Island Yeah. Did, did
0: he? did he that as well? yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: He's he's also done,
0: he also produced Vengeance as well, by the way the BJ Novak one he's produced everything, he's probably produced Me and You right now yeah, yeah. Black Handsman* yeah. as well
1: yeah, everything, everything he's yeah. got his stamp
0: on it. Did, Fantasy something. Island and the Craft Legacy was not good Whiplash as well he probably owns your company. We, we probably work for him. We don't even realise it. You know what Probably, I know. probably do probably true. We probably do some way work for him. Jason Blum. Yeah. <laughs> Jason do. Blum somehow owns us in some way. Um, <laughs> yeah, Glass as well. He produced as well. You know, he's Upgrade. Upgrade's a fucking great movie. Yeah, Upgrade's he's, he's done. When you yeah. look at... That, Upgrade probably the one that... I love the most, but probably get the, it's probably the one of the least successful
1: yeah, ones. It's, 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 it's bizarre. I urge anybody that listens to, to look IMDb, look up Jason Blum and scroll through that list. It's it's insane the amount of pies this man's fingers in. It, it, yeah. it properly like, amazes me. Uh, see if if Elon Musk ripped a mask off and he said, I'm Jason Blum, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be like, yeah, of course you're. Yeah. Yeah,
0: of course you're yeah, fucking Jason Blum. In 2015, he produced a film that me and you both loved I very much enjoyed. I we mean, saw it in the cinema. I mean, might have been on a list for watching the cinema. Jamie holograms. Yes.
1: Did he? He <laughs> that as well. He's produced. Fucking honestly, everything is. It's like, I, 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 I'm gonna band it out here and say the man probably is a genius.
0: Do you know what I mean? He's, yeah, he's, he's a film, he, he is an old style film producer, yeah, but yeah. He doesn't just make one film every year and try to do it, he's making eight films a year and he's got 20 in a row. Huh? And he just its a machine, he's churning this off. out,
1: and yeah. And like I say, his success rate is, is probably more hits than misses, and like you say, those hits. I mean the missus don't fucking matter. Then the slightest, yeah. to him he doesn't notice the five ball he's lost and whatever. He's like, I don't fucking. i hope
0: someone's doing a book on him at some point. But really, I think it'd be a really interesting book. To, to that he's like the most boring guy in the world. Imagine yeah. that. If you, uh, well, like if, you're, if you're exactly pretty, he's actually pretty, he's he's all right. He seems like a yeah. decent enough guy getting interviewed. So how much that's an act, I don't know. But I'd like to hear. I'd like to maybe see like a. Um, there was always those books about like the one down dirty the like Peter Biskin books, down dirty the pictures and all that. Can yeah. the kind of ones. Be quite, mm. If there's a maybe the new wave of horror, you know, one about mm. um, about him would be quite interesting here.
1: He, he's definitely responsible for shaping horror in the past ten years. Definitely, you know, like, like
0: horror movies are, you know, he, well, he's, he's, he's moulding horror. I see films. a certain genre. There's two distinct, I would say, brands. You get him, his style of horror, which yeah. is sort of like cheap, make it cheap, make it get Bob get you know, make it cheap, make it sequelizable as well. And you know, appeal to that sort of teen audience almost. You know, get that yeah. audience. Then there's also the A24 style horror, yeah. Yeah. the kind of elevated horror. That sort of maybe appealing to a slightly different audience. But it's still the same idea. It's still idea. Yeah. Of, it's just it's still horror. It's just they have their own sort of oeuvre of what they want to, um, you know, what they want to use for it. Could I just say to the listeners, as Richard said, that he picked up his fucking
1: camera and started walking like some kind of demented horror film. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for that, man. <laughs> Sorry, creepy. I didn't bother creeping you
0: out there with
1: that. I just um, saying, like, whoa, don't do that to me, someone will so, talk horror. <laughs> just so
0: weird, like I said, five out of ten for... um.
1: Yeah, five out of ten for me. It, it, it's, it's competently done for what it is, but it's just i'm not its audience that that, it's me that's the problem with megan not megan it's a problem i'd say i would i feel like
0: i'm i think we have to accept now we are that not all the demographic these things are aimed
1: for yeah yeah and it's hard to accept that sometimes you know it's hard to say that that's not me anymore so video games when you stop kind of playing video games i used to be an avid gamer and then one day i was like i don't really want to play video games i stopped and it's like it's hard to accept but now i'm like yeah i don't i'm not a gamer anymore it's you know Yeah. yeah
0: Except the game that I want Team
1: is like um, retro. Yeah, aye, aye, exactly right. You know, I'll kind of spark up some memory. Like with my kid, and he's like, "Dad, this is nonsense." Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, "Well, oh, just because you're straight at it, I'm better than you." Do you know what I mean? That's that,
0: that, that's it. Like try to play FIFA these days, and it's like I need to have 18 fingers to try and play FIFA.
1: Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. in the old days, you had three buttons. and you would win every
0: game, you can't do that anymore it's all tricks and stuff, um, and yeah. anyway I'm not sure I get, get old Colin um, move on to the one film I saw in the cinema this week um, which is Ooh. a film called, I, I made a decision of what you're going to see and I wanted to the much, only one opportunity at the cinema, so I wanted to get as much bang for my buck as I possibly could um, and by bang for my yeah, yeah. buck I mean pure length I went, for, I went for pure size, is what I went for <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am a size queen in some ways um, and that film is called Tar uh, T-A-R, but with a little kind of Umlet thing above it? Umlet, yeah, I don't uh, know so I'm not, I'm not sure how you pronounce that. I'm going to say Tark, that's what they call it in the film. Um, directed by Todd Field, who directed Little Children back in like 2007 or 8 or something like that, it. it's been a while since, you know, done doing that film, um, but it was a very good film, Little Children, if you've ever seen it, uh, Kate Winslet, um, but he's, I know him as an actor actually, he's in a film called The Haunting, uh, he's also in Eyes Wide Shut and for my money, his best performance is one of the um, meteorologists in Twister. Um, which is a, a wonderful film which, I...
1: Which I, one is he in Twister? He's the one who's in the car, what,
0: what, with, the you want the the car with the girl. the one the the girl? Yeah. I, I don't know who you mean. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, I know
1: who
0: he is. Yeah. Yeah. Not the him. map guy, cause that's Alan Rock. Yeah, yeah. No, I know who No, I know, who he, is. Yeah, no, I know who he is. Yeah, No, I know who you mean. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. got you, man. Yeah. Not, the guy. not the older guy. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Not one who gets his head split open, not him. The kind of dude guy. He's like, kind of dude. Both. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. kind of, yeah. Yeah, man. When you yeah. see him, you go like, oh, shit, I know who that guy is. Yeah, yeah, I don't know who he is. <laughs> so, yeah, I know he's an actor. Um, <laughs> the plot of this film is essentially a biopic about someone who doesn't exist, which I didn't know until. Um, oh, she's not a real person? No, that's the thing, but I didn't know until much later on. I was reading up about it, and I was like, oh, shit, this is really well done for being a, a biopic about someone who doesn't exist. Um, is it and, based on so, anyone at all? Taken form? So, But it's it's a biopic in the sense it's really just taking a snapshot of this period of her life. She's a composer, probably the Mm. greatest composer who's who's ever lived or is living at that point in time. Um, But she runs, I think it's an American orchestra. Um, But she has a a, a problem. She's sort of a woman who enjoys her power and uses her power in a way that people are not used to women using. Okay. In many ways. Um, And she sort of... Adores music and she adores her position, and it's just essentially you're watching this woman's in a way a downfall as what of who she is, just basically destroying her because of what she does, but also because of the, the society we now live in that destroys her as well. if that makes sense? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. um, you've got Kate Blanchett playing tar, um because she's in Kate Blanchett, she's Kate She's it's yeah. amazing. you yeah. uh, also also um, Nina Hawes, <coughs> uh, Noemi Merlant, uh, Maria Strong, uh, sorry, Mark Strong, uh, Jessica Hansen, Julian Glover, uh, and Sophie Calver, um also pop in. But this is, in every sense, a tour de force from Cable Onchette. She is in, as I'm going to say, she's not in every scene. She's in 99.8 of the scenes. Like, it's, it's her the movie's her. following her yeah at yeah. every moment maybe, there's maybe two shots in the whole film maybe three that like she's not on camera so every second of this film is about Kate Blanchett and she's Kate Blanchett so she she owns it and she it, can act way, yeah yeah she can you know? act yeah the reason why Kate Blanchett is so good in something like Thor love and thunder which she turns up not love and thunder um Ragnarok yeah because She's one of the greatest actresses who's living. So when and, she gets and
1: some would even say I'm probably under that she phones it in for films like that. And even then she's still brilliant. heads and shoulders above you know everyone else that's in the movie. Yeah,
0: because yeah. she's brilliant at what she does. And this yeah. film gives her a chance to sort of really dig down into character and sort of really invest in the character and sort of bring her and bring her to life from the the group from the like the boots up. Everything about her, a construct like it was on the page, but she's constructed herself and. Listening mm. to the director talking, it's sort of like they're in conversation for like three or four years before they even made this film about, you know, what this woman would be and how she would be and why she's like this and why she's like that. Um so it's it's something you can see she's really invested like immense amount of time and energy into it to try and Dude, make this woman. She's went, she's went method with it. Kinda method, yeah, in a yeah, way, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um and it, she feels real, and that's what I'm saying. It, like, I thought it was a, it was a sort of a story about a real person, and then it's the only way I was reading up on it after that it's, it's not. It's a, it, but that's the strength of it, that it's, it feels real. It mm. feels legitimate. It feels like it's just like something that actually did happen, but it's completely made up. But every step it takes feels real and feels believable, and there's no junky go, well, oh, that would never happen type thing. It mm. all feels very, very relevant and, and believable. Um bringing a lot of discussion about like sort of fame and gender and how you respond to gender in a lot of ways you know you know how can you know if a man does something it's bad if a woman does something it's still bad but we don't really look at it the same way it sort of almost seems yeah. like well, that's the anomaly as opposed to that does happen we almost like sort of don't like believe it a little bit and yeah. um, the bias of that how power can be abused by both male and female Absolute um Margaret Thatcher yeah yep <laughs> and you've got like this, the idea of the ego as well you know and like an idea like sort of everything that brings her down i'm not spoiling. this is the film, it's a film of her downfall yeah absolutely everything that brings her down is self-imposed yeah no one does anything to make her do something that everything she does is purely her own choice and she starts that sort of almost i want to say almost weinsteinian aspect of like you were in a position of absolute power and you chose to do these things, you didn't have to do these things. Yeah, you, you, you had the power and you abused it because you had the power to abuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's sort of really interesting. So it's, it's so, so compelling throughout, beautifully short, like it looks absolutely stunning. Soundtrack is wonderful as well, just sort of mm. flitting through it. And this. it's a film about music, so they, they take a bit of time on the soundtrack. <laughs> they don't mm. mess around with If, if you're not going to orchestra, they, they take a bit of time on that. Um, it is in excess of three hours, I think it's maybe about 10 minutes shorter than than Avatar, for example. Yeah. Um, but for me, it washed by because everything about it just passes out so well, and you just you get drawn into who this person is, and you feel invested in this person's life. And I don't know if I'd ever watch it again in that respect. You know, because it's one of those films. That, it's it's a wonderful watch, but it's it, it would take a love maybe want to go lie on the couch and watch this again. You know, it's, yeah. it's not like that level. Yeah. Um. But for what I watched at the time, I, think, I thought it was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful film and a, and a beautifully made film. So we've got we got I've not
1: read You'll a lot. It. I don't know a lot about this film, but I yeah. do know like Oscar buzz for this film is
0: off the fucking charts. Yes, rightly so. For the element, I think beautifully shot, soundtrack's wonderful as well. So I'll definitely be looking at that. Kate Blanchett, I think I can't think of a better female performance I've seen. Um, if you're going to go down that route for best actress, um, she's like just magnificent in it. Yeah. Um, and you look at her, you look at her and you go, that's not Kate Blanchett. I'm watching. I'm watching. Yeah. And that's a big thing, I think. You know, he yeah, when you forget the actress or the actor and yes you're watching the character,
1: that's that's the that's that, that moment where you're like shit, yeah. they've got it, do you know what I mean? They've done it. Um I, I, I do have I, I do like classical music. Um yeah. I quite often stick it in the background. So I do have a lot of bigger Yeah. Yeah. But I do enjoy watching. I've got this weird thing that uh, I, an appreciation for conductors. Because yeah. they do it's look mental. Stick, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and I kind of know some of what they're doing and why you know what's happening. But just oh. to watch them, there's this fascination I've got with watching them. It's just like you're absolutely insane. Do you know what I mean? But but everything they're doing it, it you know, there's purpose and stuff like right. that as well. Apparently she learned
0: to conduct for this. So when she's conducting the orchestra, she's she's not, conducting she's the orchestra. It. Yeah. Yeah, she's actually doing it, so it's quite insane. Um, she's doing it so. <laughs> well, Four years in the making, do you say, just to develop
1: the character—that's fucking, yeah. like, you know, that—that's that's gone deep, man. That's in
0: your head, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's, if if Joaquin Phoenix done this, people would be calling it, you know, the greatest film of all time because like, yeah. you know how much invest in it. Yeah. We almost just expect it from Kate Blanchett, like that she's just that good, which is an odd kind of way. Of yeah, heart. she's definitely up there with Meryl Streep, isn't she? She's, you know, I think she's on that that, that part, I think. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I would give that a very, very strong eight out of ten.
1: Yeah, 10, cool. I, yeah. I, I do want to see it. Um, I didn't realise it
0: was so long. Yeah, as <laughs> is, is a good chunky three. Hour. It's like, I'm sure it's like, if you include credits, it's over three hours. Yeah, and, and we were kind of griping before we started
1: recording about how we don't have time for life anymore. So a yeah. three hour film is, I mean, I made the time for Avatar, but even at that, you know, I got all my 11 o'clock dejected, sad, and, and cold. Um, I go by
0: seeing a three hour film if I feel it's worth my time. Mm. And I think it's worth my time. It's me, i thought, thought it was worth my time as well. I, I'm guessing that is when I watch a three-hour film and I'm going, I don't feel that was a good point of my time. Like it I'm was a long
1: film for the no reasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it didn't have to be a long film. You, you, yeah. You're just bad at making short films, I guess. It, or yeah. You can't edit. Yeah, I yeah, get okay, yeah. okay. 8 out of 10. Um, yeah, okay. so, so far,
0: this is, this is this week's to see movie. Um, yeah. A long Absolutely. That may change, Colin. We we'll talk about our last film of the of the night.
1: Possibly <laughs> well, not.
0: <laughs> possibly not. Which is um, one that's on Netflix. It was out in 2022. It's called Medieval. I think it's just dropped on Netflix relatively recently yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, directed by Peter Yakel. J- um He's a Czech director um, who directed a film called Ghoul, and I see. So this is definitely reading up on this is what I do about reading before. Colin, I do about research. I do. Yeah,
1: as do. I
0: not not as much. Um, I do. I do. He's had this in the making for the last like sort of five or six years. He's been trying to get this off the ground, and essentially the story of sort of a Czech folk hero, the Czech Braveheart. It the,
1: it's exactly what it is. It's take he stood one up to Wallis
0: in Czechoslovakia, and that's what you've got. Yeah, stood yeah. up to the, the Roman Empire and sort of fought many battles against them, yeah. um, and he's still very much a Czech hero. And this is sort of his the story of his early life for the, part the most part. It's, yeah, yeah, the, the least known part of his life. Yeah, um, so there is artistic creativity
1: with the story is yes i think we we'll see that isn't um, it? yeah so the the guy's name is jan zesco isn't it jan Z- um,
0: yeah, or him,
1: yeah. one, one-eyed jan as he was called that was yeah um who apparently i don't know how much he read but um he lost an eye early on in his life and later in his life he lost the other eye so he was blind for <laughs> the, the most of his general. <laughs> yeah for most of his career and he, he never ever lost he never lost a single power.
0: Yeah, which is never. a better score for the show, but yeah, he never lost a battle. Oh, that's that's not, no, this that, is <laughs> history now, this is out with the show, so this, no, yeah. this is history, man. this is Agreed. historical. So this is the most expensive Czech film ever made as well. And guess how much it cost? Was it 50 million? I think it was, come on, just I think it was closer to 30. 30 million, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So in the film you've got Ben Foster playing the titular hero, which, you know, he is very
1: Czech-looking. Which we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah. yeah.
0: You've got Sophie Lowe, you've got Michael Caine in full Jaws 4 mode. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Or, what's what's the done of The the Swarm? Was it Swarm he did? The Swarm, yeah, yeah. I love that film. Um, You've got Till Swiger popping up in a hood, you don't see enough these days, and also Matthew Good. Yeah, and, who oh, sneers his way through the sneers this his way through the film in <laughs> sneering way. So much he's called Cyril. That's how much he sneers. <laughs> um, a raccoon's reference for anyone who's listening there. Um, what do you think of this one, Colzie? I I enjoyed this a lot lot more than yeah. I probably should have. Yes.
1: Okay. Um, I, I kind of read the blurb and from the blurb when it said um, you know like kind of goes up against the Roman Empire, I, I was expecting centurion sword and sandals and it started and I was like, all right, okay, so it's not that Roman Empire, it's just the kind of Roman church and stuff like that. So I I kind of was like, know what? I'll settle into it. Um, So it went from sword and sandals to to chainmail armour and and broadswords um, very quickly. Um, But I found the start of the film was really confusing because just it throws a lot of you know this person's doing this to do that but this person is doing this to do that and the other person and it it gives you a lot and you're like what's going on but then the action kicks in and you're like i don't fucking care what's going on this action is amazing because the action and it's got a lot of action in it and it's it's bloody it's gory it's you know every hit is you know Blood spots everywhere. The sound you, you hear—the pulp and the mashies and the heads splitting and stuff like that. So the story itself, just I was—I kind of gave up on the story. I think quite a lot, but the action. Just waiting for each wait battle to come along, basically. I, almost, and when it yeah. when it did happen, I was like. Fuck me. These, these, these stuntmen, are, you
0: know, really well done. The, the choreography was great. The, was, stun, the same men stun. taking every fucking hit cause only like eight people on set anyone one <laughs> basically. Uh, ben Foster
1: was a revelation. I know he's kind of played really bad was. guys before, but no, I thought he played
0: the, the action hero really well. Like, he was a bastard, man. He was like he a proper played, badass. He, his acting was fine, but Ben Foster is quite a small man, I think. Yeah, and I bought so an, it. Fit, so I didn't buy into the fact that he would be swinging I, this. I, no,
1: I, I bought him, man. I, I would not mess with him. If I seen Ben Foster now, I'd be like, he's dangerous. Fucker will beat me up. Do you know what
0: I mean? I, you, I, I bought him. You're doing it. this this one, but that, that one about the, about the, kind of the Scottish one with, Robert, um, with Aaron Taylor-Johnson and stuff like that that was on Netflix, and you hated that one, and that was an infinitely better film than this piece of shit, to be honest. I just thought it was... Like I say, it was just an action film, but with fucking chainmail, it was
1: violent as fucking great for it. I just let's like say the story made no. I was I don't understand why I didn't get the motivations because they changed so much. I just lost yeah. track of where who was doing what and why where when. But every battle was just so so well done. You could see that there was love, you know, put into the action scenes. I I, I
0: dug it in a big way. I did not. I did not. <laughs> In a <laughs> At big all? Bad way. In fact, I finished it about three minutes before I called you. Uh, so, <laughs> At all, you didn't, you didn't. To me, it's it's an historical epic that lacks any, absolutely any scale of epicness. There's no epicness in this film whatsoever. It's literally made of, you can tell, it's the same stuntman getting hit like every time. There's about nine people. There's no, there's, there's no investment to try and make it look big. Everything looks so small. And you have these sort of like, it's battles, but it's like, there's only eight people fighting in this battle so it's not really like a battle it's more they're like a so it's, well it's more done. like a riot behind like behind a spar basically um like you said the plot meanders like it All oh, over the place yeah the, the it's th- trying so hard to be braveheart um but yet to the point where it even uses the same lines from braveheart at times yeah yeah it uses the, the, the speech he gives is, is literally ripping off the speech he says a line was it, um some of you may die and it's like yeah. Like I'm pretty sure I heard Big Mel say that. Like exactly that's exactly. like, that's an odd choice to be not looking to inspire but to literally rip off the, the um the dialogue. How, how good was the line scene? Like, <laughs> it's cool, there's some nice moments in there, I'm not denying that. That was um, nuts. I was like, where did that come from? It was like what? Okay. But if you want to go nuts with it, which I'm all for going nuts with stuff, then what you gotta do is look at is it, the Indian film R R but that had, that.
1: look at the budget in RRR though. I'm going to say that that had a fucking massive budget. I mean, 10 I times told, the budget of this film. Let's have a little check and see what RRR cost. Uh, it, it cost a lot more than 30 million. I uh, think so. I think so, yeah. And Ben Foster, he's, he's not, I mean, he's, he's a big Hollywood actor, do you know what I mean? But he's not cheap, do you know what I mean, as well. I so, so, Ben I probably took, he like, he, he took a third of the budget, you know, just to get Ben Foster award. I thought he was convincing as a hard man. I, I really, I was dead surprised at how convincing he was as, you know, just this this kind of brutish, you know, fucking, I'm going to
0: fuck people up. I thought he done it really well. I thought you right, would so, have... Uh, 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 yeah, go for it. So, we're saying that this thingy... We're going to say 30 million on this, yeah. Medieval cost, I think we said 30 to 40 million. Yeah, yeah. RR cost seventy two. It's not that big a difference. It's enough to get it's enough to get certain things. I don't mm. disagree with that. But in terms of scale and epicness, I felt like that film done something insane. This film just it was I thought it was lazy a lot of the time. Yeah, the the violence was there, I'm not denying that. Mm. And you've seen the, the hits and you've seen the yeah. blood, you've seen the go and you've seen the that was fine. You had the obligatory rape scene in it for, for no no specific reason. It seemed very odd to have it in. Because bad guys have got to... You've got to know it's a bad guy. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. The fact that he's burning the house down and doesn't, and he previously impaled a child on a spike. They, they kill kids and women and yeah. animals and all sorts. But, yeah, i have got to have that
1: So right Do that. you think it'd be... I mean, I'm going to say it's... I'm going to say it's probably a Czech film mm. as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe... Kind of loses its way a bit over to us, I think. You know, it's probably that, that's
0: the thing we am wondering: like, how well does this film play in Czech? Yeah, yeah, or Czechia, yeah. whatever it's called now. You know, do they are they watching this film the same way that we watch Braveheart? <laughs> yeah. No, it's all complete bullshit. Well, but it's still fucking insanely enjoyable. And we all love it. Yeah. What I'm
1: going to do is uh, my brother's um, partner. She's Slovakian, yeah. um, so I'm going to I'm going to test this this conversation. I'm going to actually. Ask a Slovakian person. Um, you know, first of all, do you know of this person? I'm sure they'll say, Of course I know this person, you yes. idiot. He's on all okay. our money. Yeah, he's William Wallace, you twat but yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ask her to watch it and, and can I get, you know, the that that side of it as well. be interesting to see. Yeah. Um okay. but I I'm I'm not saying it was a good film. Like I say no. for the start, I said that the plot is fucking nonsensical. I just yeah. love the action and it, 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 might, it might be the same guys getting beaten up over and over and over but they, they do it with panache i think is do it, with panache, do it with panache. The, the, the blood um, and the guts and you know the cuts and you know the wounds it, it doesn't hold back and you know showing but, your face getting mashed yes. to
0: pulp. yeah that that's it it's a brutality yeah yeah i get that i understand yeah. that yeah, yeah. finish my thoughts i thought the cast were mostly below par but i did enjoy Ben Foster playing the role I thought was good but I just didn't buy him as a physical beast that he was supposed to be. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, if he was a general who didn't fight and just with brains I could totally buy that. Yeah. Then he starts getting something I saw him, and going like nah I don't really buy that. But then again Mel's a wee guy and he played William Wallace who was apparently six foot seven you know so yeah, yeah. he's still yeah. Um Let's talk to Michael Kane of it all. The Michael Cain Right so
1: Michael kane he's old now isn't he? He is looking old yes. Um and Michael. Do you think Cain, he knew he was in a film. Yeah, you kinda get that sense. Sometimes he's just saying lines and he's somebody saying, Say this, Michael, just say this and he's like oh, that's do you not
0: think what he's, I'm saying. He's always been walking by, they this on him and he said, hey, Do this, we'll pay for your holiday. How many days do he was on set for? M- um oh his scenes took up two or three
1: days at most. Yeah. He yeah, yeah. He, he was very lowly involved. I mean his involvement is. is
0: light as fuck.
1: But he's still Michael Caine. Um so he's got that name draw.
0: his name on the poster, that's what it is. But I think
1: the problem with Michael Caine is Michael Caine's a parody of Michael Caine. Um, yes. And as the older he gets, the more evident that's becoming, which
0: Agreed. is a yeah. bit, bit of a bit like shame. And that
1: way as well. Yeah, so at times, yeah very much he's become a part of himself. Yeah, which is a shame. It's always nice to see Michael Caine. though, you know, you know, they always get that. Oh, it's Michael Caine. Do you know what I mean, he's good because we love Michael Caine. He's great, but he's yeah, he's he's not got a lot left in him. I don't think.
0: You, know, you, think, think, you like the Hobie still got one great role left in him. A bit like you know, like Peter O'Toole, that a couple of great roles left him at the end. I for Michael Caine's.
1: Probably last and best role to date was the one that, remember when him and Morgan Freeman done, where we're playing the two old guys in the hospital, the, the kind of old folks home. Going out in stickle. Mm, no, I don't think it was that one. It's another one.
0: The one to go to Vegas? Uh, no, no, it's not, not. not that one. That one no. I think Michael Cain's last great role now. Um, that, he's in The Dark Knight and all the stuff like that, but I don't think that's yeah. it great role it was after a, it was after this again after that
1: um, um, it's, 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 i think michael cain's uh Street, Street but, but that was he was really good in that but yeah he's, he's just kind of and i get it you know actors get older and stuff like that and they don't have that edge they once had and i love michael cain but yeah he's he's he's
0: an old boy now he's so he's michael cain yeah going in style the film you're thinking of is it is that one i'm yeah, thinking Ed. of I didn't like it because it was directed by Zach Braff and I'm not a fan of Zach Braff as a director. I enjoyed uh, it. I, I thought it was a great performance by Michael Caine. I'm trying right, to look through Michael Caine's, like, obviously find, the last great film. Favourite Michael Caine film? He's not in it much, but Children of Men. He's had a great role in Children of Men. My is uh, probably uh, The Man Who Would Be King. Oh, you talking me. Just, oh, just Michael Caine films. Sorry, uh, uh, like yeah.
1: like, let's say a lead role.
0: Michael Caine film that I no, admire. The man movie. who would be king does it for me in big ways. Man, he's fucking phenomenal in that film. It's just a man who would be king is a phenomenal film because he's got. Yeah. you know he walks. You know he's shown he Sir mean, Sean as well, and he's, he doesn't look out of place against Yeah, it's yeah. going to sound very cheesy, but I think it's a genuinely great film. The Muppet Christmas Carol. He's playing Scrooge. No, nope, he not plays too. that absolutely perfectly not cheesy at all sir not cheesy no, at all great, yeah. And i think that works so well for the character because that's a lot of a lot of muppet films a lot of people try to take focus away from the muppets by being funny yeah he plays it completely deadpan i think it's brilliant yeah. um i'm a big fan of zulu zulu's a great film as well yeah i I, I know it's maybe a bit more cliched now and people it's not like sort of seen as like, a <laughs> I, I don't think I think Zulu's no, really gone down in history as a classic film and it yeah. and it's, it's for a reason,
1: do you know what I mean? Because you know, it, performance wise it's great, storytelling's great, it, it's an epic, do you know what I mean? It's no, I think i don't take anything away for that at all. Zulu so is really one to stand by, I would die in that hole with you. But I like I also like the Bridge Too Far as well. But that's more Bridge Too Far.
0: But. Yeah, that that's a good film as well. Yeah. Um it's not a, I'm not really a fan of him being the cocky the cocky cockney, if that makes sense. Like, Italian job, never really done that yeah. film. Dan wasn't a really huge fan of that. I'll uh, throw you
1: a curveball here.
0: Alfie, I liked Alfie. I liked that. Escape to victory. There's a curveball for you.
1: <laughs> My grandpa liked
0: <laughs> Escape to victory for
1: some reason. I, I like it. I love yeah. it as well. I think it's because it was like a Christmas tradition, kind of, back in yeah. back in days of yore, um, and, and Michael Caine was, he's quite cheeky in that as well. Yeah. But no, I would um, probably say, for me, probably Zulu. Zulu. Um, but, yeah, great great actor. Um, Yeah, I, I do... Hope that there is kind of more to come from Michael, but he's, you know, retire man. You know, it's your laurels. He's one of those guys you. like
0: he comes from a background where you work till you died, and, yeah. opened, and you do it like the idea is like you, if you're alive, if you're working, you're still alive. You're yeah, quick, of um, I used to read where, where it was a
1: kid. Uh, he, he, he writes a lot of Hollywood trivia books. Um, Michael, Cain's, did you know that? Um, and it's just like we kind of one or two lines, you know like W fields used to um he's got two of them i believe and that that's so so good it's just all these weed it's kind of like i say just page after page of just one or two line anecdotes about hollywoods and stuff like mm. that fantastic i'll try and i'll try and find them for you i don't know what's what your
0: biography an autobiography and i think you'd he'd, he'd have a lot of good stories i reckon michael. Abs- if you sit in a bar and Michael abs- Caine and talk to him i think you've have, have some amazing stories yeah
1: i mean he, he's acting
0: royal isn't he i mean yeah. he is michael kane
1: everyone knows michael kane extent. Yeah. i would say um but yeah yeah
0: but I sorry. The constant slow mo annoyed me as well. They did use slow mo a lot, didn't they? There was a lot of slow mo. Um, and the score I thought was one of the most generic, dull. Oh yeah, did the, the music up. was was daft. It was non-existent.
1: Did yeah. um, the, the aerial shots as well? Did they kinda overuse? They the had a drone, man. the unit? Yeah, yeah, they did use it. But so, some of the sets were kind of nice, and
0: the costumes were quite good as well. I thought. Um, you know, <laughs> They, they were all right. I think you um, when, when Colin McKay is praising the costume work, they're <laughs> really stretched for
1: something. To, um, to it looked that authentic, film for. man. I, I got I got the authenticity from it as well. You know, and like the kind of streets and stuff like that, and the dark. they didn't paint a nice picture. of Czechoslovakia in the the twelfth century, whatever picture it was. All road um, signs at one point. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> ten, I would give
1: it. I would give it a five out of ten. You know, it, it's going to. You know, you, you love it or you hate it, and I think if you love it, it's for all the wrong reasons, which is why I love it because it's extremely violent and gory. And, you know, not because it's a tale of a Czech
0: folk hero. Right. So yeah. I'm giving it a three out of ten. Oh, you bastards! You, I did, I, I did not enjoy it. Colin. It was not something I spent time enjoying. I would say that. That's the way to put it. You did enjoy the the, the gore and the the the. the the goal yeah. takes me so far, but I need something else beyond that. It just looked cheap to me, honestly. Like it looked really... did not use the budget well. I, what, I would say what about the fact that you could now hold a conversation with a Czech person and have
1: something in common? Do you know who an athlete is? Yeah, there, there you go I'm educated.
0: I'm ice hockey. I talk about Yara Yaga for two hours. I know what that means. That just sounds like Baba Yaga to me. You're yeah, just so I, can talk about, I can talk about I more. Than I can talk about 15th century fucking Czech folk heroes, to be honest. I, I will do. I will do some research. Um, I will speak to Adela and I
1: will ask her if, first of all, she knows about One Eye Jan, which I'll get for asking that.
0: Maybe he's like an anti-Slovakian hero. Maybe she's like possibly. I'd I'd also read somewhere He's here at Ed, um, Edward the first and um, I'd him. also read somewhere
1: that apparently um it he he'd ordered like a village or a, a town of fifteen thousand people to be killed because they were you know the, the wrong people, basically. So it could what you I nice think food. I think depending on, like you know, William Wallace, a good guy, ask an Englishman, is he? Really? Do you know what I mean? So there is that. One one man's freedom, fires another man's terrorist. Terrorist, Uh, yeah, and I think that could be the case here. But I I will ask our Slovakian um, um, person. Comrade. Yeah, Yeah. but but don't say comrade. God, that's... (laughs) That would go down very
0: badly, yes. That would go down
1: extremely badly. Um, What do you know about it? And I I will report back with my findings. I'm intrigued. I'm
0: intrigued. (laughs) So... That's us for this week. Next week, we have some interesting stuff. We actually don't have some interesting stuff, are we going to say? We have one interesting thing, which is Babylon. The baby to the elf film, Which is could be the ultimate one star five star five star one star it's the best trailer i've seen for uh, the, the trailer the trailer's trailer.
1: Or a movie do you know what i mean you yeah. I, i'm like my god this this trailer is batshit crazy um, i watched so, the trailer and
0: i felt movement in my pants that's how yeah. good i you was
1: know, <laughs> i felt, I felt excitement when i saw the trailer bonkers tra- seen, there's yeah. everybody there's been two trailers hasn't it? and both of yeah. them you're just like i'm i must see this it's, I mean, it's compelling because,
0: like, He's filmed so far, like Whiplash was a like a five-star masterpiece, and that's sort yeah. of the scene, it's sort of yeah. It's hyper-realism. Yeah. La La Land, I liked on first viewing, but I've liked it less on each viewing, but there is the final 20 minutes of that film is some of the best film I've ever seen. It's absolutely stunning. Yeah. And it is sort of a hyper-realism as well. Then he did yeah. First Man, which I absolutely loved, but it was sort of very much a subdued Yeah, made, so. yeah. Very yeah. in the, in the grey almost. This seems he's been back... He's went right i've done a quiet film for a bit i'm gonna go fucking throw Tem- hell for leather Tem- shout it from the rooftops here we yeah. go um i'm gonna i'm gonna make baz Luhrmann look reserved that's what <laughs> i'm gonna do <laughs> know, when it comes to it so i'm all in again it's a big long film it's a three hour epic so i'm, I'm very much in, in sort of invest in it and i'm really sort of yeah. that old hollywood thing as well sort of a world that i'm always very intrigued oh, by yeah as well. i'm
1: the same and, and lorraine absolutely adores that that kind of hollywood yeah. era as well so it is one that I, I will be seeing. There's no ifs or but I will. We will be talking about this next week, sir.
0: The stories I've heard so far, like not like just listening to podcasts, reading books, is like basically that whole Hollywood scene in forties, thirties, forties, and fifties. They were basically fucking anything that moved and just doing drugs with yeah. absolutely mental, but yeah. no one reporting on it, so they could get away with doing anything they wanted. Yeah, there, there was just like sex, drugs, and death daily, yeah. and it was like, like, like yeah, food was, debauchery. like it was, yeah, like was like a you know like a garden, not Garden of Eden, but it's the other one like. Babylon, essentially. Aye, <laughs> yeah, aye, you know, it's like Sodom and Gomorrah. Do you know what I mean,
1: like, yeah. like we, we, we're gods in their own playfield. That's exactly what it is. They can go yeah. nuts. And I, I, I'm excited for this yeah. one proper. This is... We've been talking about recently cinema cards, and this is the reason I'm keeping my cinema card just now, is to see yeah, this one. fucking film. Do you know what I mean?
0: It's... wow. I'm... I, We'd Uber excited for this one, yeah. We've also got The Last of Us as well. We'll watch episode two of that. Episode two we'll the of The Last of Us, We've also got um, out this week, well, have, well not out, it's still out this week. We've got A Man Called Otto who's still in the cinemas because everything still remains in the cinema for a lot longer these days. Yeah. <coughs> might try and get and see. Cost Which Saturday's I strangely one. don't have any
1: desire to rush out and see. Him. It's a Tom,
0: Hanks, Tom film. Hanks film. It yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah.
1: Gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, I don't, there's no, there's not that. It's Tom Hanks, I must see it. Like, yeah. I'll wait till he comes on whatever platform. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. I think we we'll, Tom Hanks is in this kind of weird place, he's not really sure what he's going to be for the next sort of yeah. like 10, 15 years, and I'm not mm-hmm. really sure either. Um Corsage is still in the cinema, which apparently partly some odd, there's, there's some controversy regarding some of the cast members of that, I think. Um so it's getting a bit of a not a kicking, but it's getting some some flack from it. Um, oh, tell me more off, Mike. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Uh, and also in the cinema, which think it's still in the cinema. I think it's gonna be in the cinema for a little bit longer because it's got a little bump because of the BAFTAs, um, getting a lot of um nods. Um, like sort of nominations, and that's after sun. Um, so it was one of our friends, Mr. McFall's film of the year, or he, one of the of the years, he loved he, it. He ranted about the song, yeah, yeah, I in, agree, a, in yeah. a wonderful way. So yeah. I'm going to try and get to see that, because I feel I want to see it. And it's nice that it's yeah, I got legs because of you know that's if that's one. I'm not really a big fan of awards ceremonies generally, but the fact, if BAFTA can allow um, a film to see a longer more people see it, it's it's always to me a good thing. They can. It's, it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I do want to see that as well. But um,
1: most definitely, so our film of the week next week shall be we Babylon. I definitely. think we'll look we'll forward to Babylon. Yes, there will um, be
0: discussions. Definitely. So, find us.
1: You can find us free uh, beers in the movie. We're on. We've got Gmail. Who cares? Uh, we're on Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, ads. We're on Facebook. So yeah, throw in some comments. Um, uh, if you're from Eastern Europe and you know of um, One Eye Jan, tell us more. Um, you know, are, are
0: we idiots? Um, you know, should we? Well, what we, if we get. Like shit thrown at us from Czech Republic, because you know how sometimes they've like when was it like somebody made a film about was it, about Armenia and like the Ru- um the Turks like sort of like rating bombed it with one with Christian Bale to stop it, people going to see it, giving it really shit ratings. What if we've, I've been negative about a Czech hero and basically the Czech Republic nation rise up against me? Um, at this point, I, I'm
1: perfectly fine, so I say, what do you mean, we, pale-face, <laughs> I think is the, the phrase that, that, that comes to mind for that one. Um, I know, wait, um, a nation I'm, of hockey players are going to come and fucking kill me now, that's, that's I, my I concern. I think people in Czechoslovakia are worrying about a lot more than me and you talking about a Czech film. I think there's bigger shit going on that part of the world than us. I think you're safe. Yeah. Focus on Russia, don't focus on me, Czech Republic, please. Yeah, I'm sure they won't. Um, you so yeah you can look us up talk to us on all those places that for, interact with us man That's, you know we, we, we do this you know because we love it but you know we love you too so talk to us i've been colin you've been richard we've been Booyah! three years in a movie